0: What's up everybody, this is Edgar Martin from the Q&E podcast just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot dot C-O, podgo.co
1: you are now listening to the
0: q and e podcast is this what you want huh is this what you want (laughs) what's up everybody
1: you're listening to the q and e podcast you're here with your boy q hicks right now i got Egga on the other line i can tell people what's good
0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the q and e podcast today we are reviewing snowfall episode seven We got a lot going on in this episode, bro, man. Alton, you got, I I, I (laughs) thought thought Franklin was going to shoot this man. He pulled the gut out. I'm like, Andre part two. Oh, Lord. I wouldn't have been mad at him,
1: bro. I wouldn't have been mad at him, bro. And it's funny how they really brought this nigga out of the gutter to put this nigga inside of their house, take care of this nigga. He back on his feet. And then you do this? You betray us like this after we put you back on your feet? Exactly. Alton, bro. Come on, bro. You fucking me up, dog. And I don't really know where these niggas can go from here, bro. I really do not know. And like, it's going to have to be like some power type of miracle. If y'all ever watch Power, they was always in a position like this and a miracle happened. And I feel like Teddy is going to have to be that person to create this miracle where these niggas get out. I don't know if they get out scot-free, but them niggas get away with this Oh, shit, it, it ain't
0: going to be scot-free. It's, it it's not
1: going to be scot-free. It's not going to be scot-free, but just get away with it. And everybody is, we keep doing our thing moving forward, but... Man, Alton fucking up a lot of shit, man. Fucking up a lot of shit.
0: Man, I don't, I don't know what to think right now. I'm so I don't know, bro. I know some people are coming back because season five is coming. They already and I hate
1: that, bro. And oh Me my too. God, I hate that so much. Knowing that, I'm like niggas not gonna get knocked off. Niggas not gonna die. Niggas are coming back. I hate exactly. knowing that it's a season five snowfall. Y'all fucked it up with that one, bro. They shouldn't have told us this early.
0: And, and they they usually don't. Like, they usually don't mess up. But that was one time where they, like, definitely messed up. So,
1: Bruh, because that fucked me up last night because I was like, oh, these niggas are not going to make it. If they get snitched on, like, the end episode could be Franklin in jail or some shit for his life. But I'm like, oh, he's going to be back in season five. Like, I'm like, ah, y'all fucked it up with that one, Snowfall. I can't lie. But we're going to see how it shake out. We're going to see. But what, what were your expectations coming into this episode?
0: Uh, My expectations... I definitely expected to figure out what Avi was doing with Teddy's money. Uh, That was a weird situation because they tried to make it look like somebody else did it. So and But we Teddy said that, though. And, Teddy and Avi are creating a bond now, though. So I feel mm-hmm. like they're trying to tug our emotions. They're trying to make us feel one way about Avi, but still trying to play him as sort of a villain at the same time. So I'm not mm-hmm. really sure what to expect.
1: But but we said that last week, though. Like, he had some type of third party involved in helping him steal the money. I still think Obvious is, is a piece of shit. And he did the same thing with Franklin. Like, he was smiling all in Franklin's face and then fucking him over at the end of the day as well. With the same bank. So this nigga must have some type of partnership with the bank. Like, we finna steal niggas money or some shit like that that he got with the bank. So he's doing the same thing with Teddy. Smiling in his face and ripping that nigga off at the end of the day. It's Obvious though, so I can't be surprised.
0: True. Can never be too surprised at what he do. But uh, biggest plot points from the episode, like we just said, all to snitches to Irene and just completely elevates the problem that was already growing as is. Uh, Teddy is Teddy is handling bank issues and is going full savage mode. Whatever little bit of heart that Teddy had, yep, might as well you know know how the Grinch heart was just way too small. Yep. <laughs> just completely throw that out the window at this point. So yeah. Teddy is completely heartless and Leon is trying to get back to business and trying to get back to how he was before Franklin got shot by mail. So those were the three biggest plot points from this episode. And we start the episode off with Louie and Jerome getting notified about fat bats killing and Jerome don't feel like talking to nobody. He getting more pissed off with everything that's going on. Now that he know they a part of the CIA and everything they are doing Jerome, he talking to Louie kind of shady he he don't even really want to talk to Franklin. I'm like, hey man, Jerome just wanna sell his speakers and y'all got him involved in a lifelong situation. <laughs> my dog don't want to do uh, nothing y'all hey, got going hey,
1: on. <laughs> hey, I feel him, but Jerome, bro, you signed up for it. My nigga, you didn't sign up for a lifelong, but hey, once you sign up, bro, you in the game forever. We always hear that, bro. If you leave the game, you're gonna leave in a casket. And then And that's basically what they air right now, bro. But it's just the CIA is involved, it's the only other uh, thing about his situation, bro. But hey, you're gonna have to leave it in the casket, bro. But I like that he he wasn't like disengaged from the group, he was still engaged with everybody in this episode. I thought he was gonna like just try to be away from everybody and let everybody else do their business, but he was still engaged. So I liked how he was still around.
0: I didn't think he was gonna do that. I um I expected him to be like how he is because Jerome still handle business at the end of the day. Like he'll have his beef with you on the side, but it's like, hey, we'll make sure this is handled first. Like unless it's just the final straw. Like and I don't think that was the final straw for me, uh for Jerome. Now I feel like once they all find out uh the situation with the reporter, that might be the final straw for Jerome, and he might be like, look, I'm out of this shit. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what the final straw is going to be. It him. might be
1: too late for that nigga, Jerome. It might be too late for all these niggas. Because the, the, the shit is written. The shit is written at this point. Even though this nigga oh, it says he's saving everybody, quote-unquote. fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> Stupid-ass stupid ass nigga, dog. I swear. I don't know what make nigga. you
0: think... I don't know what makes you think Irene is gonna make sure any of y'all are safe. Like we're talking about going against the CIA, the government. She can't protect you from anything.
1: Exactly. From
0: anything. It's,
1: that that's what that's what that was my biggest problem with what his logic was. He was like he was asking her if he if she could save him or save his family. Like she can't do anything for you. At Once all. the CIA gets no, here's word of this. My nigga, y'all gone. Y'all out of the game. And y'all record's going to be white clean like nothing happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, first,
0: first off, the CIA probably going to try and kill her if they can in any way possible. So once she gone, whether she locked up or dead or whatever, y'all free game at that point. They could do whatever they want with y'all. So Alton, I don't, I know he was scared and he thought he was doing what was best for the family. But no, you made a stupid, stupid decision by figuring out like, hey, I feel like I got to do this, you know. But we get to the next scene where uh, they throwing him a sobriety party and everything like that. Uh, congratulations to him, I guess, even though you're making a dumbass oh, right now. I wish oh, that nigga was <laughs> still on the
1: streets. I wish he was still on the streets. And that's what made it so <laughs> funny, bro, because like I said before, they brought you off the streets and back into the back into their home. They give you this shelter so you can help people out with that were down bad just like you and then you just betrayed them like that on your sobriety birthday you do this is that not a coincidence that shit was so crazy to crazy. me how they played that that's so crazy to me
0: uh and then we get to the next scene where Teddy and Avi are headed to Panama and like we just said a few moments ago this is where you start to see Avi kind of trying to be that that mentorish kind of I'm here for you type person for Teddy because he's noticing Teddy is starting to do cocaine like, he's not just suddenly anymore. Like, he's trying to cope with all his anger, his anxiety, his frustration and sadness. He's using drugs and alcohol right now to cope with that. And Avi is trying to get him to slow down. So, I appreciated that from Avi because we haven't really seen a humanized side of Avi since, like, him dealing with Franklin early in the show. So, I, I, I appreciated that. <sighs>
1: I accepted it at first because like, even though we said what we said last week, that Avi was most likely the person that stole his money, I did feel good that they were were starting to create a bond because it felt like Teddy had nobody. So when he had somebody that went through similar situations as him because Avi said he had a situation where he was – wherever oh, he was in israel and he was messing with the mm-hmm. government doing similar type of things so i was like okay you can get a bond so somebody you can talk to like you said a mentor role so i felt good about that bond but in the back of my head i'm still like this is Avi, bro <laughs> like this is obvious yeah. at the end of the day so i still could have feel good about the situation
0: i i feel the same plus it was cool that Reed looked at him and i'm calling him reed like that's his real name reed. teddy <laughs> <laughs> Teddy was looking at him and he was impressed by what Abby was telling. He was like, oh, like, you were doing government shit too? Like, oh, we actually have something in common this whole time. I didn't think we had anything in common. So I, I thought it was cool that they actually did have some common points in their personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we get to the next scene. Uh, Wanda finds out that Alton is Franklin's dad and one of the shelter people overdoses on crack and once again you just see a true a true um, what's the word I'm looking for? Come not comeback, but uh, a true outcome of what happens when you're in this game. Like you're gonna see a lot of overdoses. You're gonna see a lot of crack babies, like the the baby that was uh left in the shelter when he went outside to overdose. Like the crack baby generation, like we seen in last episode or two ago. Like you're starting to see the AIDS epidemic start now. Like it's just a whole lot of stuff that's unfolding now. So that was just real sad to see, and I'm really curious to see what wanda gonna do with this information we've seen what she tried to do this episode but i wonder if anything else is gonna come from that
1: yeah but that was the biggest thing i took from it like all tim was realizing like the effect that franklin and this drug game is having on his community and he's seen it and it was a couple of other scenes that they threw in here to show you like he's realizing like what's going on in his community i think um the boy had ended up was uh, most likely gonna have to get separated from his baby sister because um mm-hmm. Child Protective Services had ended up coming in, and uh, I think it was something else. It was another scene that they threw in there, but it was all to make you realize that Alton, they wanted you to humanize with Alton and then, like be on Alton's side. like You see what's yeah. going on in your community type shit. Like, no, nigga, we still with Franklin. Fuck that nigga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is not the fact that we sided with Franklin as like selling crack is a good thing. It's just we're siding with him in a point of, right now, he's just doing what he has to do like cuz Franklin does
1: we're into yeah <laughs> like
0: he does want to get to a point where he is making legal money like his mom said but right now he just cannot because of the CIA situation if the CIA wasn't involved Franklin would have been probably said all right mom I'm a, I'm a fulfill my promise to you and I'm going to stop being an adult game and we're going to get legal money like I'm sure Franklin would have did
1: I don't know about that bro I don't know about that because at the at the, the last episode of season three, that nigga was talking to Teddy like he wanted to really expand this shit and continue to make money. So I don't think the only tie in for Franklin, at least, is the CIA. I think Franklin still would have been cool for growing, even if the CIA wasn't involved, because Franklin still loves this money, still loves what he's getting from this game. Everybody around Franklin is starting to get burnt out and get tired of it. But I think Franklin is still happy with what's going on right now.
0: But I think Franklin said that to Teddy at the end of season three because of the fact he still didn't know when the war was going to end. So I feel like he's speaking in a for the meantime type of sense. I feel like that's how Franklin was talking. He, I feel like he was saying in the meantime of the war and everything, I want to expand this shit. I want to make it bigger than what it is right now until you tell me that, okay, we can stop. You know, I, I feel like that's how he was coming.
1: Man, I don't know, but that boy Franklin want that go. Hey, but hey he, he losing a lot of people in the process, man. He just Definitely. lost his pops this just lost his pops this episode. it's just like, man. You know what I'm saying? He's he's starting to feel the effects. Lost one of his, he wasn't a close friend and flat back, but lost his uh bodyguard. So it's it's coming down on Franklin. There's gonna be more bodies because we already know that um old Louie about to get shot sometime soon. So true, true.
0: And uh speaking of Franklin, we get to the next scene where him and Peaches are getting followed while they're doing a the drop. And Franklin tells Peaches, they following us like they know we was going to meet the plug. Because if you notice, like everybody knows where Louis' Club is now, like Khadija, Scully, Manboy. All they enemies right now know where Louis' Club is. They know that's where they hide their product and their money and everything. But if they wanted to just kill them and rob them, like Franklin said in that moment, they would have did it by now. They would have been shot our car up. They would have been took whatever we had on us and all of that. But they following us like they sharking us, like they really trying to figure out where we going. So I I just thought, man, Tanase, is she finally getting the information she needs?
1: Like, I don't know. I don't even know if it's Tanase. I think it's just man boy saying just being smart, like just follow them niggas. Like they're probably going to lead you to wherever they're going. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think it's Tanase at this point that's telling him about this information. I, they probably seen Franklin and seen Peaches like they about to do some about to do some shit. Like and it's funny cuz they have routines. In the game you have routines. Like certain drops are like timed and scheduled. So they're like, okay, right. around this time is usually when he goes do a drop. Okay, follow him to see where he goes or some shit like that. Luckily, Peaches is that nigga and see what's go, what's going on around him.
0: Plus they um I think they were making up for a drop when they was going to make one then at that point. And that, that's why Franklin said from this point on, we never missing another scheduled drop. Like because they were just improv and at that point and they were just trying to get one in when they could. And they weren't really on schedule. So I feel like that's another reason why Franklin was like, hey, like we we can't miss our time periods no more. Like if we go at eight in the morning on this particular day, like we need to make sure we stick to that. So that way we know for a fact if somebody sharking us, we know why they doing it. Right now, we just kind of up in smoke on why they are doing it. But my biggest I, I question is:
1: crazy. Does Franklin know who is following him? Like, does he have a hint that it is Man Boy, or th- is it just the viewer that knows that is Man Boy? I wonder if he actually knows.
0: I feel like it's just us as the viewers right now, because mm-hmm. it could be anybody. It could be anybody on um, trying to steal your plug. But nobody, like, it, no, it like, but Scully, Scully ain't trying
1: body. to steal the plug. Like, we, but we all know that Man Boy is trying to steal the plug. But Scully's still grieving at this point, in my opinion. So I think it's obviously man-boy. Like, if he just started out, I think he would know it was man-boy. But, but I, that's what I'm saying, though. Like,
0: like, it it could be anybody. It don't even have to be a character we know. As, as far as Franklin is thinking, like, we know nine times out of ten is man-boy people. But in Franklin's mind, it could be anybody. It could be anybody trying to figure out where we're going. Like, it could probably be some old CIA people following us. Like, it could be some... No, nah, they was black. Could,
1: they was black. They ain't CIA oh, they black. That's why no, he asked no, I'm that. He's saying, like, they black.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. But, like, they was black. So, in this instance, okay, they might not be Crips or Bloods. They might just be thugs just following us, just trying to figure out what we're doing, trying to figure out where we get our product from or whatever. It could be anybody.
1: We haven't seen Paul Davis in uh, many episodes. This would also be a Paul Davis-type thing, trying to keep tabs on them niggas. I don't know, bro. We don't know what Paul Davis is into. I don't think he's a background character. I think he's somebody who, especially next season, that's really going to come into the forefront. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, a Paul Davis. But nine times out of ten, like you said, it's it's man boy that's following him. But Paul Davis has been way too... Man, I mean, Paul Davis has just been way too quiet, bro. Way too quiet. (laughs) He doing I something.
0: definitely agree. I, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. I, I definitely agree with that. And then uh next scene, Leon meets up with Fatback's cousin trying to do business, and his cousin ain't trying to hit none of what he's talking, right, um, talking about right now. He just want to get paid his payment, which Fatback used to pay him and take care of his people and all that. Because Fatback... He was a security guard in the viewers' eyes, but to his cousins in the show, like Fatback was the head nigga. He was like, "Hey, that's the nigga who take care of us." Like, yeah, he just do security for y'all, but on this end in the jets, like he take he he the big homie. He the one who take care of us. And now y'all done got my dog killed. Like, I just want my money. Like, I ain't trying to do business with y'all or nothing. So I was like, "Hey, he, he real too." And I tweeted this. He wasn't finna try and kill Leon or nothing. He gave everybody his guns. He was like, bro, just show me my fade, bro. Like, I just want to beat your ass. I ain't finna kill you or none of that. I was like, that's a real nigga, bro. And Leon said that, too. He was like, ain't too many real niggas like that no more that just want to fade. So I I Mm -hmm. commended that.
1: My biggest question was why how much money was fatback making to feed his whole damn this whole community that he was in? This nigga must have been making some crazy amount of money to be just a bodyguard of the side nigga to Leon. Like this nigga must have been making some real bank because he said that fatback was paying him 400 dollars a week. So I'm paying, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was giving everybody in the community money too, or something similar to that. I'm like, Fatback must have been making some crazy money for a bodyguard. That just tells you how much. The 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 head niggas are making like the, the Louis and Jerome's if fatback making enough money to feed a community that shit crazy
0: <laughs> and it's just the fact that like cause remember when they they offered him the money to take the rap for the killing they told him we'll give your family five thousand dollars a month so he was probably making at least probably ten bands a month like if you if they were just offering oh, at yeah. least five so I, I I believe it I totally believe it yeah. <laughs> And then uh, next scene after that, Gustavo and Franklin meet up at the drop. And Franklin thinks Teddy is back to using Coke, which he is. And Gustavo is just left in the leadership position at this point. Leading up to this, it was Gustavo who had to get clean. And now we're in a situation where he's the one in his right mind. And Teddy is at a point where he needs to get clean. So Gustavo got to take the temporary in charge position right now as as far as meetups and all of that while Teddy is out doing what he doing, trying to figure out his money theft situation.
1: I hate how Gustavo is so aloof to things, bro. Like, he just tries to look over things, even though he did ask, he seemed concerned when he asked uh, Teddy about his brother and things like that. But it feels like to everything else, he seems so aloof. Like, my nigga is really concerned about my what Teddy has going on. You saying, Yeah, I don't know. And then he calls you about uh what happened later in the episode. Like, nigga, I need a, I'm in a 911 emergency type shit. Like, hey, get Teddy on the phone. This nigga going through papers and shit, like it wasn't an emergency. I'm like, Gustavo, we bro. This is dire knees <laughs> right now. We like we need you to step up and you just acting the lube doing bullshit. Like, come on, Gustavo. We need you, we need you in these times, my nigga be concerned some urgency
0: yeah like i like the fact that he doesn't do too much but i do agree like he he needs a lot more urgency in what he does definitely agree uh and then we get to next scene alton wants franklin to stop pushing and sissy isn't abandoning franklin and was that the point where uh no that wasn't the point yet that wasn't the point where they had that argument but um Hmm. i feel like he definitely should have told sissy what was actually going on he was very hesitant throughout the whole episode and i'm like bro like you already into you already started telling her stuff like you already started telling Irene. no not
1: not at this point he didn't tell he didn't tell irene yet before he talked to her then he talked to irene so he was trying to get sissy he was trying to get sissy on board with him before he ended up going to him because he was like he wanted to convince franklin before he did anything he wanted to convince franklin to stop pushing but she was like, "I'm not abandoning my son. Like he gonna keep doing what he doing. But you just gotta deal with it." And that nigga Alton was like, "Nah, I'm finna stop this shit. My community, my community needs me." Nigga thought he was but Superman. Bro,
0: Fuck out of here. He should've. He should've said what the issue was. You're not saying what the issue is. You just saying you. Want oh, him you saying you talking
1: about he didn't tell him about the reporter. That's yeah, what that's doing. what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, have. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you going to sissy trying to get her to be on your side before you talk to Irene. You need to let her know that you're going to talk to this person about this situation he didn't say that you know how many times they didn't asked franklin to just stop like sissy probably looking like this another situation again where <laughs> one, one of us he want him to, to stop be
1: Sneaky though, bro he wants to be sneaky with this shit. he doesn't want them to know because he knows that he will be stopped if she was to tell him because if she if or if alton would have told sissy i i, I might talk to this reporter i'm gonna have to tell him what i know and from boyfriend of power uh but he tells him about uh the reporter franklin is going to stop the alton from telling the reporter anything will he kill him maybe knock that nigga out shut that nigga up probably so he she he couldn't tell her her what the real situation was because he would have been stopped by somebody
0: true i i understand i don't know though is it he went about the whole situation so stupid very oh, he stupid. did for sure i was pissed off at him like over half of the episode <laughs> uh and then we As uh like said. we said, Avi tells Teddy about his time working in the government, how he bombed somebody, uh talks about leaving his life behind and everything like that. Uh, like like we said earlier, I, I love the fact that they had that bond situation. And then also, uh also yeah.
1: about this scene. Like I said, he he tried to talk to Teddy about leaving this life behind. So he was I wanted to know what he meant by that, bro, because how do I want to say this? He was—he was trying to stop Teddy to from working with the CIA so he could move into that spot. Like I feel like he had some ulterior motives to what he was doing and having that conversation with Teddy. Like, why do you want Teddy to leave this life behind? Are you really concerned for him, or are you trying to pull some strings so you can get into his spot? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't think so. I didn't think. First of all, I'll be too damn old to be trying to like, run CIA ops at this point. Um I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, I honestly felt like he told him that, though, because Avi is way older than Teddy, you know? So it's like Avi was speaking from a perspective of, look, bro, I done done it all, seen it all to the full. Like, you going down a path that I was once on, I'm telling you right now, like, the best thing to probably do is just find any way to finish this as quick as you can, just leave this life behind. Because Avi is in too deep. He in too deep to it to where it's like this is your life. There is no leaving this behind. Like you're too old in the game. You got too many enemies. You done did too much stuff. Like you just gotta end it like this. But Teddy still has a point in his life where he can stop. You can go back and make amends with your ex wife and like start. Can he stop? Time with your can kid. he stop? But that's the thing. He can't like, stop can, you, yeah, he can't, can you? Can you stop yourself? Stop yeah, you can stop, but will you stop yourself? Like, that's the question that you gotta ask yourself if you Teddy.
1: But Teddy is in the same predicament. I feel like like Franklin and them, like, can he stop? Like because oh, they yeah. can't stop. Franklin and them can't stop. But can Freddie or Teddy walk up to the CIA and say, I'm done? Yeah. And he be out scot-free. I don't know about that.
0: I don't now, think he can just out, get out scot-free. Now being out scot-free, I don't know about that. But he literally said, like he told Franklin, everybody is replaceable. Like I I know for a fact it's not, it wouldn't be hard to just tell somebody like a put somebody else on this operation. Like, I just can't do this anymore. And I'm sure the CIA would, in a quickness, find a way. Especially they're having problems right now with missing money and not getting weapons dropped off. They probably want to get rid of Teddy anyway. But oh, yeah, we said just, that last week. Yeah. They're, they're lagging on with Teddy and just letting him try to figure out himself. But if Teddy come to them and say, I can't do this no more, I without a doubt, I feel like they'll definitely try and find somebody else to fill his spot.
1: Mm, I don't know about that one, bro. <laughs> That's a a sticky situation with uh, with Teddy, though.
0: And possibly the funniest scene in the whole episode comes (laughs) right after this. (laughs) Two girls bring man-boy a body claiming to be Leon. And this is because Khadija put a hit out on the Saint crew to bring anybody in. Like, just kill anybody you can, specifically Leon. Leon has specific rules. They wanted him dead or alive. Anybody else, though, just... Get that body and bring it in. You get, like, what is it? $5,
1: $5,000?
0: $5,000. Yeah. So, man, <laughs> boy, custom out completely. <laughs> they were like, this is not Leon. Y'all dumb as hell.
1: <laughs> Hoes was going to get that nigga anybody to get some type of cheese my day. <laughs> that shit crazy, bro. That shit crazy.
0: It was literally just a short nigga with an afro.
1: <laughs> yeah like, yeah. No, they didn't even
0: try to, to clarify with nobody if that was Leon at all whatsoever they just killed the first nigga they seen
1: <laughs> oh man crazy
0: and then uh right after that Leon goes to Jerome to ask for advice on how to handle the fat back's uh, cousin situation because Jerome is an OG he knows how the respect and the loyalty and community thing goes with how OGs used to go back in the day like it wasn't as much killing back then like It was actually like real commitment to the rules of the game back then and everything. So Jerome got that OG mindset of, yeah, I'll help you, bro. I'll go over there and talk and try to squash this shit. So I love the fact that Jerome did that. But I honestly thought this episode he was going to tell Leon about the CIA situation because he just found out and he know Leon also in the dark.
1: Leon, now Leon ain't got to know shit. <laughs> Leon is one nigga. You ain't got to tell that shit to, bro. Just leave that nigga in the dark. He just going to do his thing anyway. I don't don't know, bro. I feel like Leon was was in the dark for this long and didn't need to know, honestly, until now when he started asking questions. So until Leon start asking questions, you ain't got to tell Leon shit. You ain't got to tell Leon shit until he start asking
0: questions. I don't know, bro. I feel like Leon going to be just as pissed as Jerome. I'm telling you.
1: I Uh, think Leon need to worry about his his situation and him (laughs) killing babies instead of worrying about the CIA. (laughs) Worry about you killing babies, nigga. (laughs)
0: And then we get to the next scene where Manboy snaps on Khadija about the hit and says he's handling the situation his way. Khadija ain't trying to hear none of that. She like, well, your way is taking way too much time. I feel like my way is faster and more effective, and you just, you're just doing the most right now with trying to take your time and slowly do it. I don't feel like you or Scully care as much as I care about my daughter. So I, I totally agree, but I understand Manboy's way of handling the situation. He's trying to go after the big picture. If we take the plug, everything else will fall in order our way. But if we just go about killing them, we're going to put ourselves in a bigger hole than we already in.
1: Khadija's not stopping. Like, she will continue to kill oh, yeah. niggas, bro. So, mm-hmm. so that's why she said what she said when, when she was about to leave. She was like, yeah, it'll take a minute to get a head off or bounty off people's head. Like, she's going to continue to knock niggas off. It might not be Leon, but she might get peaches. Like, she's going to get niggas in the same crew to get knocked off, my nigga. She's not stopping anytime soon until she get that nigga Leon and cut that nigga throat. For real. And that's why I really do not feel like Leon will make it to the end. Even though Leon is trying to get back in business, Khadija is on this nigga's head, bro. And she's not stopping. So I don't think Leon will make it to next season, bro. I truly do not.
0: Oh, I did have a prediction. I I predicted that uh, Khadija would take Scully's place as like the new – like big and like co antagonists with Man Boy, and we are seeing that fulfilled all the way right now. Scully, we didn't even see Scully at all. I don't think in this episode. That man praising. That's Jesus why I said
1: trying. that nigga kind of faded away. That yeah, of faded he, away.
0: That man trying to repent. We probably ain't gonna see him for the rest of the season no more. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. Like he he grieving, bro. Like that nigga just grieving. <laughs>
0: that man, I still can't go with the fact that man had crosses all over the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> said we got to make this shit right. Nigga, you got to make this right. Yeah, we ain't hey, no anything. we.
1: We no, nigga, you. <laughs> uh
0: and then we get to the next scene where Alton meets up with Irene finally to snitch on the operation and Irene gives this fake ass promise that she's going to only expose the CIA. That was a bold-faced lie. And she also lied about the fact that uh, she was going to protect their family. She's just lying completely. I don't know why Alton is falling for this. How are you, an uh, ex Black Panther, and you know how the CIA operates? You know how the government operates, and you think she really going to be able to save you from them? <laughs> like and you know the Fred Hampton shit that went down. And that's and what's everything. so funny
1: about the situation, bro. You're right. That's, that's what what what's saying. so funny. Like, you know what? You, you know what the government is capable of.
0: You was rolling with Fred Hampton. Like we seen and what you call it? We seen in the uh Judas and the Black Messiah how the CIA can put people wherever they want to. They can manipulate shit wherever they want to. They can cover up like wrongdoings whenever they want to. And you think this report is gonna save you from that. Like, come on now, bro. Alton is retarded at this
1: point. And uh, just to skip forward to a, a later scene when she was talking to her ex-husband. She was talking to her ex-husband like, yeah, we're going to be all good. I'm going to have the story of a lifetime, this, that, and the third. This, your ex-husband was like, bro, you really think you're going to get away with this, Scott Freeland, when you expose the CIA, bro? Exactly. Think about what you're doing. And that's that was and that was something I started hear, seeing more theories when I looked on the timeline. But what, after the episode, I was like, Maybe she has a realization like, man, maybe I don't want to do this because I don't want to harm my kids, my kid and my ex-husband by releasing this information. So that's another possible um, thing that happens next episode. Maybe she doesn't release the story or it doesn't come out uh, at the time she wants it because she has to think about it. She has to process everything and think about the consequences that could come with her actions.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like she's either – she can't die now because I feel like it's just way too deep into what's I going on. I,
1: I wouldn't like that anyway. I said that earlier in the season. I wouldn't like her dying. I want to see something happen where, like I said, either she should get blackmailed, she realizes something. Something happened other than her just getting knocked off. I would rather see something else.
0: Oh, I, I knew she wasn't going to get blackmailed. I don't feel like you can – Blackmail her with anything. Honestly, she don't have a husband no more. Her daughter ain't talking. I'm just saying, like
1: something along those lines, like something like that has to happen. Other than killing her, like we we kill so many people. Like do some creative shit where you 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 make it work with Irene, where she doesn't snitch or doesn't write the story or something like that.
0: True, true. And then uh next scene, right after that, Wanda almost tells Leon about the reporter, and Fatback's cousin comes up to him and wants to talk business. And Leon and Jerome said that they'll keep an overhead of arrangements for some of the soldiers. So making sure that, hey, you give us the bodies we need and the soldiers we need to make sure we protected and operating shit safe, we'll make sure they're safe, and we'll make sure we'll still get y'all, y'all money. So and, and shout the out to the human calculator. calculator.
1: <laughs> the, the human calculator, boy.
0: I was the like, hey, he calculator. real. I like his character already. I like
1: him. I like that boy. Yeah. He going to be a good nigga.
0: He came up real clutch. Real clutch. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I fuck with the human calculator. I fuck with that nigga. I fuck with that nigga. Because they was trying to clown him at first. They were like, what's this what nigga going to do on the streets? Nah, y'all need him. Y'all need him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, he, yeah.
0: He, do more, he do more than number calculations. Let, let's yeah, just yeah. <laughs> he,
1: knocks, he knocks heads off as well.
0: <laughs> uh, and what happened after that uh paul davis tells sissy a couple of commercials uh sells sissy a couple of commercial towers so they're legitimate businesses of real estate and uh government not government but uh non-profit funding and all of that is going very smooth right now they're actually making very good legitimate business decisions so i love the fact that they're still keeping a good clean paper trail track for themselves so if shit ends terrible with the drug game. I feel like they could still maneuver some kind of tactic to get over to the clean side. So that leaves some hope for them. I, I love that.
1: Yeah, I ain't gonna <laughs> know.
0: True, true. Uh what happened after that? Uh Alton is at Irene's house and she tells him she's been in the whole she's been in the neighborhood her whole life living right next to the shelter basically. Yeah. So Even though she's not black, she's still seen a lot of the impact of the crack game, of the uh, police brutality and everything. She's been in the middle of all of it. And she's seen everything before all the way up to now. And it's crazy how, like, you see what happens to people in this area when they leak information and they get in business. They ain't got shit to do with them. You're getting in business that has nothing to do with you. Yeah, and you know what happens in this game, and you're still choosing to take part in it. I don't feel sorry if something happens.
1: Really <laughs> Hell don't. yeah! Hey, but I shout really out to somebody know. who commented um a few a few episodes ago about about this issue because um she was like back in the day it was like a lot of like a lot of these arrangements not arrangements but Asian people living in like black communities and really being a part of this lifestyle and things like that because I remember one episode we had talked about it we was like what the hell Irene know about the black community she feeling like she know about the community but somebody had uh tried to educate us and say that now like around that time like it was like really a bond between Asians and black people uh back in those times and like they knew what was going on and they seen it for themselves so shout out to that I'm forgetting your name right now but shout out to you and
0: now we're just at a point where they don't want to send their stores. So, <laughs> so I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where the drop off happened. <laughs> uh, but next scene, Teddy meets the banker from Panama and they put his money back into his account, but the banker is covering for money and employee who the employee who stole the money. And Teddy storms off. And basically they they basically put him in a situation where we got your money back, but we weren't, a, we, we weren't able to put it in your account. I think that's what was going on. It's like, no, he still no, didn't no. Get, did he get his he money
1: had, back? They, they put that 15 million back. They was like, we found the person that did it. It was some shit that to Lebanon. They had found it. But they was like, we put the 15 million back. So you ain't got to worry about anything anymore. But uh, Teddy was like, no, like I want to know the person who did this. Like, who stole my money? And she was like, I can't give you that information type shit. I can't tell you that information. And he was like, I want to know who stole my money. Why can't you give him that information? Even though he got his money back, he still wanted to know who was stealing his money. And that's why he was so upset with her. She was like, no, because if you're because he was still working for them. She was like, why yeah. is he not fired after just uh having that type of offense? Like, that's a felony right there. And he just getting away with this scot-free. Like, what's the issue with that? So Teddy knew some shit was already up. And that's why he wanted to get to the bottom of this shit. So Teddy was like, nah, my nigga, I'm fine. And who stole my money? Like, I'm not just going to be OK with you putting the money back in my account.
0: I feel the same way. It's like, I just want to talk. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, bro. I feel Teddy, bro, because you don't want this shit to happen again, bro. Because if this if this can be the same dude that steals his money again, and you got to come back out here with the same type of situation. So, nah, let's solve this issue now, and let's move on. But we also see in this scene that, that uh, the banker and uh, Avi had, like, prior relationship like he's been to panama Mm -hmm. multiple times but you've seen that they had some type of prior relationship like he started to talk to her when teddy had stormed off and it was just like what the fuck is going on with them like this is more than just a banker uh client relationship like you started to question that and then by the end you see them at the dude house after he was tortured like oh y'all niggas in cahoots here y'all niggas in cahoots so yeah bro that nigga, Avi, dirty, bro. I feel it.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like Avi, so I don't know how to feel about the situation.
1: But but we know Avi. Even though we like Avi, but we know Avi at the end of the day. Avi is a, uh, he a nigga that's going to get his way or trying to get his way at the end of the day, and that's more money. You know what I'm saying? He's fucked over multiple people in this show. Almost died multiple times, but he's still alive for some reason. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the next scene where Alton tells Sissy about him snitching and gave the stupidest reason. I did all of this for us. <laughs> no you didn't. I feel like you did it for you. I honestly feel like you did, did it for
1: yourself. He did. You. <laughs> he did do that for himself. Like he wanted to get that monkey off his back because he felt like it was pressure on him. Like he felt like he was responsible because he's allowing it to happen and he wanted to be the person to stop it. Like I see all these people coming to my shelter day after day after day having the same problem that my son is helping cause. So I have to stop it. If I have to stop it I have to stop it, but then he said I did it all for us. Nobody's gonna get in trouble. All right, Alton, you can have that naive ass reason if you want to, ass nigga. I'm like this nigga here got me so heated, dog. <laughs> they should have left that nigga on the street where they found that nigga, dog. For real, <laughs> that shit had me so hot, bro. I swear that did. You're so oh hurt my right god.
0: now. Like you're I, I, so I hurt. was,
1: bro. Oh my god, bro. I didn't. I don't never want to put a nigga back in a bad position, but I wanted to put fucking Alton back on the streets the last night, bro. I really did. I wanted to put that nigga back on the streets. You wanna know something?
0: What happened to ah, I would I forget his name? Uh, what happened to white boy Franklin? Uh, old friend from school. What happened to him?
1: Did he just disappear? He did just disappear. Yeah, he did. He, <laughs> like, he disappeared. He hasn't been around. Maybe he went off to school, but they they were like college age, so maybe he went off Probably.
0: to school. Probably. He was
1: rich too, so he could. He don't really need to be around that type of environment, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't once it me. got to
0: a certain level, he was probably like, bro, I'm touching this type of money by not doing anything. So yeah. I'm just not <laughs> going to involve myself. <laughs> I really don't yeah. have to help you. I'm helping yeah. you just because you're my friend. But exactly. you're getting to a level now where I, I don't want my name attached to that. So.
1: <laughs> exactly, bro. He didn't have to be a part. He was rich regardless. Like He was, he had money. So I was like, that exactly. nigga probably went on to school or some shit. So yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, and then we get to the next scene where the lady tries to shoot Leon and human calculator saves the day. <laughs> and then Jerome and the rest of them find out about the bounty put on Leon's head and basically a bounty put on all of them, but the biggest bag was on Leon's head. So I'm just mm. like, man, I wonder what's finna. I wonder how they finna retaliate. I wonder how Leon finna retaliate with all of this. He he was real calm about the situation though. He like he didn't care about the bounty. Like he gave the girl the money yeah. and everything
1: yeah i I don't know bro leon probably doesn't want to leon really can't do anything because you can't put your face back in the streets because then them niggas really gonna be after your head khadijah gonna know where you at and shit like that so he can't really pop out like he wants to and really retaliate himself maybe he can get somebody else to do it but he can't pop out himself so maybe he like i can't really can't do it. i gotta really be in chill mode anyways because i can't put my head back in the streets
0: Plus, I feel like the police probably – that might give a, the police another reason. Exactly. Yeah, that well. too.
1: That too. Yeah, yeah police still on that nigga. But – go ahead.
0: Every, everything chill right now, though, because Fatback turned himself in, and then he got bailed out, and then he died on top of that. So it's like the police are probably chill on the situation now because they feel like they, quote, unquote, got their guy. So – but if, if Leon ends up doing something again that puts his face yeah. back out there, like you said – The police probably going to go on a manhunt again for him. So he has to chill at this point.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though everything is cool, like, if they get you back in the system, or they see you again, they're going to get you, my nigga. You still killed the kid.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And they will not hesitate to bring back up them old charges. (laughs) They will not hesitate. Uh, We get to the next scene where Teddy investigates his banking issue, and he's tracking the employee who stole his money. And I'm like, this is when we really see Teddy is in full savage mode. He does not care about anything at all. All he cares about is getting his money back, killing whoever took the money, and he's just on full savage mode. He ain't got a heart no more. It's gone. Completely. Facts.
1: (laughs) Facts, bro. And it's funny, and it really shows you how many connects this nigga has, bro. This nigga can call anybody like, yeah, like, what's going on with my Panama account? And yeah, the transfer that came from Lebanon, like, what's going on with that? Like, who is the person like, who stole my money? Like, this nigga got so many connects, dog, That is crazy. That he found a person, got the address, got all that information. This nigga, this nigga Teddy connect list is fucking huge. So yeah, hey, that's, but he found that's that, that
0: government power, boy. That government power is scary. Yeah. And then we get to the next scene. Irene meets with her ex-husband, like we brought up before, saying this is going to be the story of a lifetime. And her husband warns her about what she's doing. The government did something to Irene, though, back in the day, and she wants get back, I feel. I feel like that's definitely a part of her motive on doing this. Yes, I feel like she wants to be a great journalist and, like, give the story that people need to know. But I feel like you're also playing get back because the government did you dirty with how they treated you and your family and your living situation.
1: Yeah. And I also felt in that scene Cause she had ended up telling her ex-husband, she was like, "Yeah, this is why I was working all those late nights. Like I was waiting, waiting for a story like this. This is why I never really came home and shit like that. She was trying to make this an excuse for like damn near abandoning her family. She was like, yeah. this is why this was the reason why. And it was just like, this is not a good excuse. I you picked your job and this story over your family. Like yo, you can't put real. this over your family, my nigga. And I think that's why her husband was still looking at her. Like you still really haven't learned like, that we matter to you. Like you still put work over us. And it's like, even though you have the story of the lifetime, you still don't understand it. Like this work shit is not going to satisfy you your whole lifetime. Family is bigger than all of that shit. And she still doesn't understand that.
0: <laughs> and it's the fact that she feels like they won't care if something happens to her. Like, no, they do care. Like he That's may be, saying. your he may be your ex-husband, but that don't mean he don't care if something happened to you. Like your daughter may not be talking to you, but that doesn't mean she just wants something bad to happen to you. And I feel like that's where her husband was alluding to. It's like you really not thinking about us in this situation. Like you really just thinking about you and getting your story off. So it's like, yeah, congratulations. You finally got the lead you want. You finally got the source that you want. But is it going to be worth it in the end? Do you Are you ready for the repercussions that is going to come with all of this?
1: And I think that's why she's going to, she's going to, she's going to pause before, before turning in this story, but she's going to take a pause and be like, do I want to do this? Cause there's a lot of consequences that's going to come from this, my nigga. It's going to be a lot of consequences. And that's why at the end, we obviously get the scene where she's in the editorial room with the editor. I don't know if she was talking to him about something. Maybe she's trying to delay it, push it back a couple of days. That could be what she was doing as well. We only got like a like a um a bird's eye view of what was going on in the editor room. So we don't, we don't know what she was saying. So that could be something like, yeah, let's push it back. Like, let me think on it a little bit. And that could be what she's doing. Like, I don't think she wants to really go through with the story. She could be hesitant.
0: True. I I, I hope, uh, I really don't know how she's, I don't see her character getting to the fifth season. I don't know why. I don't know if she, I don't know I don't if she's think she will a be killed. in it. Yeah. yeah I, don't I don't think, think she'll, she'll get be kill, in though. it. Though.
1: She won't yeah. be in the fifth season, but I don't think she will get killed, though. I don't think she will get killed, but she won't be in the fifth season.
0: So so I'm really eager to see what happens with Irene's character by the time we get to the end of this season. Uh, but then uh, next scene, the Saints find out about the bounty, and Sissy tells Franklin about Alton. And uh, was that the scene? Was that the scene? Yep. What? Uh, wait, no. That wasn't the scene. What what scene was this when uh Sissy tells Franklin about Alton?
1: That's when she knocked on the door. It was like Louis and Jerome and all them was talking and they were talking about the shit and then then Sissy ended up knocking on the door like, yeah, I got to talk to you type shit. She was like, oh. And niggas was like, oh, what the hell going on with Franklin now? And Sissy looked like a ghost when she had cancer that door. She was just scared as hell like, this nigga Alton done fucked up, boy. Everybody was looking around like, oh, this nigga Franklin dog. You know, you got to figure some shit out. Even though they didn't know what was going on at that time.
0: When your mama comes to you scared like that, that's what I'm saying. She never, she never
1: comes around business like that. So when she comes yeah. up, like you know, some shit is really wrong, my nigga. For real. Yeah.
0: And then the scene right after that, uh what you call it? Um Teddy pops up on the employee and sedate and sedated him, then tortures him to get info. Started waterboarding, dude uh tied him up to a chair <laughs> yeah. all of that i'm like bro teddy does not care this man is ruthless now like and i feel like I dude this before really didn't know. i knew dude really he didn't did, he know did it.
1: that's why i that's why i said it, bro the dude didn't know anything it was all avi and the banker they plotted this shit and just had the money going into old boy's account like that's why they didn't fire him because he didn't do anything wrong so it's like we can't right. fire this nigga for doing nothing wrong so it's like, okay, let's get this shit all straightened out and hopefully he just leaves once we tell him he get he got his money back. But Teddy was like, No, my nigga, I want to know who did this shit. And they didn't they didn't account for that. They didn't account for Teddy to actually want to know who stole his money, and that's why this shit started to spiral for them at least. They was like, Oh shit. And that's when we seen they then pop up at the on the scene talking about police, police and all that shit. We see the banker and Avi come in together, and Avi knew Teddy was there.
0: <laughs> crazy, 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 man. Uh, And then right after that, Alton and Franklin go back and forth about the situation with the reporter. And Franklin wants to know the name of the reporter, but Alton ain't speaking. He ain't trying to give no information. And Franklin pulled a pistol out. <sighs> pistol wheel, oh, and right across the face. And he told this man, don't you ever call me son ever again. And I'm like, bro, Franklin just called him dad not too long. Pops,
1: yeah, pops. Yeah. So
0: I'm like, "Bruh." You this just, episode he called him that <laughs> y'all just had full closure and then now like y'all y'all back to i don't want to talk to you again don't even look at me don't call me your son or none of that i'm just like bro was know.
1: it worth it alton was it worth it you lost your son for this was Twice. It, worth it? i, I really <laughs> want to know if it was worth it bro you're trying to help your community and all that shit but you lost your son which one is more important your relationship with your son or your community even though the community is a big thing, my nigga, you wanna keep that relationship with your son, my nigga. I don't care what niggas is talking about. You wanna keep that bond with your son, and you really cost, you really killed yourself with that. So, man, fuck that nigga, Austin, dog. He was talking all that bullshit, talking about the systematic poisoning, talking about everything that happened with the Black Panthers, systematic oppression, this, that, and the third. I nigga, think nigga I frankly said, bitch, it's like that nigga right across this shit. I said, man, shut your ass up. Old man. And, it,
0: and it's crazy because it. I ain't going to lie. There was some truth to what Alton was saying because it's like we came back from slavery. We came back from the the riots and the and the burning down of like our communities. We came back from like all this type of stuff. But this systematic poisoning that's happening to our communities, I don't know if we can come back from this. Like this is like way above anything else that we've come back from. And I'm like, is he low key right? Like if he's just oh, talking no, he about right for sure. If he's just talking about systematic like drug pushing, then you can come back from that in a sense. But if he's talking about the whole systematic oppression, systematic racism, systematic like poisoning in general, oh yeah, he was definitely telling the truth with that.
1: Yeah. No, Alton was definitely right, but we don't want to hear that shit. We don't want to hear none of that shit, especially when I'm in the middle of it. And look, and it's funny because even if Franklin wasn't the person to to push the drugs into the community, they would have found somebody else they would have found that somebody else exactly. is doing the same thing that Franklin is doing. So these drugs would have been in your community regardless, bro, even if your are someone's involved or not. So you can't say that Franklin is the nigga that's, that's doing it. It's like, bro, this this is the way bigger than Franklin, bro. So you just can't say, yeah, you're helping with it. It's like, yeah, I'm helping, but my nigga, this shit would have happened regardless. I'm just benefiting off it more than everybody else is at this point. So I was like, man, I don't want to hear that shit, Alton. Get that shit <doing.">
0: Uh, but then we get to the scene, like like you just said, uh, Teddy was torturing the employee, and the police show up, and Avi and the banker pop up on the scene immediately, like with the police. So uh, crazy, real crazy. Because That's why Avi I was kinda, like, they
1: know what was going on, yeah.
0: Avi knew what he was going to do, though, before... Yeah. The uh situation happened because he stopped by his room and he just tried to chill with him. He was like, hey, like, come on, let's chill. Let's drink, you know, all that. And he looking like, I know you're not going to do what I think you're going to do. So I, I'm just like, bro, I'll be terrified. He like, bro, he inching closer and closer to finding out it's going to be me. <laughs> and,
1: I, and I wonder, because oh, bro, because Teddy is a Teddy is a real government military type of nigga i wonder if he stayed behind and seeing if somebody walked in like i wonder if teddy did that like he was in the bushes like looking if like who like if the police watched in and seeing avi walk in like probably nigga, not because i don't think teddy not. would just dip off like that like he's scared like all oh, the police on my ass like let me dip well, out. well i
0: mean they, they might have had the place around it though that's that's probably a reason why he probably would have to leave quick Cause if the place around it, A- you gotta leave. So oh yeah,
1: but we don't know. Cause they we just hear police on the door. They haven't. They didn't say anything was surrounded. So I was like, I wonder if uh, if Teddy just laid back and seen who came in. He might have seen it was police at first. But if that nigga Teddy seen that it was Avi that came in, Avi might die next episode. <laughs> Avi might be dead next episode. He might be ne- dead next episode anyway. Cause Teddy that smart. <laughs> <laughs> For real,
0: for and real. then uh, we get to the next scene. Uh, Franklin calls Gustavo to get in contact with Teddy, and Gustavo gets info on Lucia. I, I believe the paperwork says she was in Miami. Yep, Miami or New she York,
1: worked. one of the two. I could not yeah, believe she is
0: in, yeah. in Miami. She might be doing stuff with Griselda Blanco. Could we get a Griselda Blanco introduction mm-hmm. season five?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: I, like I, want- I like that. I like that.
1: Like, what, what did his reaction say to you, though? Like, I didn't understand what his reaction... Like, how did he feel about getting that type of paperwork?
0: It was, it was a Gustavo reaction. He was just like...
1: Yeah, like, I, I couldn't pick what? up on any reaction. Like, how did you feel about getting that information? Like, are you sad? Like, are you happy? Like, I couldn't pick up on any emotion. Gustavo don't really know.
0: don't be having too many emotions. Like, unless he's well, angry, he do This is your, chick, really though. This your
1: chick, though. So I'm like, you would think he was excited to know where she's at. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. So I'm like he didn't show any emotion. I'm just like, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was a Gustavo reaction, though. I wasn't surprised. <laughs> uh, but then uh Franklin pops up on Tanase. He really going through it. He starts crying and breaking down because he really telling and she start like doing his hair and stuff. And I, I really do believe what you said, like referring to the Leon situation, braiding hair and all that. And Massaging hair is comfort, so we definitely seen that this time. But yeah. uh Franklin really telling Tanase something happened, and I don't think we finna get out of this shit at all. You I, think I he like told Tanase something? Uh
1: could have been. He could have been down so bad that he might have said, like, what was the situation was.
0: Remember they was on the couch last time and I felt like he was about to tell her something then? I feel like he definitely told her something. I felt
1: I felt better about this situation. Last situation, I was like, Ugh. but this situation, I was like, he might've told her something because she he sees how close he is to almost getting caught. So I'm like, maybe he told her something, bro. Plus they it's like, he's, he's really
0: he's really breaking down in front of her. It's like, okay, now she really gonna wanna know what's going on. Cause at first, you was at the nonchalant, you was at the, like, you ain't wanna talk. But now, like, no, you coming in here crying, you breaking down, like, you talking, you saying stuff like we might be in real big trouble, like, you need to tell me what's going on. And I feel like he definitely probably going to tell her what's going on now. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the last scene of the episode. Irene is finally typing the story up, and you hear Alton's voice in the background. And the last scene is Irene and the editor in the room, like you just said. Could she be trying to push the story back? Could she be trying to go deeper and find even more information? Who knows at this point?
1: That's why I said, bro, it really leaves a lot to be desired. Cause I know everybody was up in flames. Like, Oh my God, how are they going to get out of this? And we were the same way. But then you think about it. Like Irene, I think Irene is going to do a lot more thinking than a lot of people realize. Like she's going to think about what her ex-husband said. Like they didn't throw that scene in there for no reason. Like she's going to definitely think about what her ex-husband said. And if she doesn't, I think Teddy is the only person that can save them because he could shut down the newspaper. That was something that they talked about uh, a few episodes ago that the newspaper was almost about to be shut down when they fired their first editor. So they could possibly Mm -hmm. Teddy could probably shut that shit down again before the story comes out. Or he could could he do this? Could he just make that newspaper have like a bad rap by saying they're trying to sensationalize stories? or some shit like that, like, yeah, they just trying to make shit that, so you can read their papers, like that shit ain't real, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that, you know what I'm saying, like they sensationalized because it was a lot of uh, sensationalized journalism back in that time where you just try to get like niggas to read your paper so he can probably say like, yeah, they doing a whole lot of that over there, like that ain't real, like that ain't real shit so I don't know
0: Yeah, I I totally agree, I feel like, I feel like Franklin is probably going to have a conversation with Irene in the next episode. I feel like he's going to find out who the reporter is, and I feel like he's going to find a way to sit down and have a conversation with her and possibly bribe her into not making the story anymore. Because if Teddy finds out, I definitely agree. That's going to be the outcome. He's going to find a way to shut the paper down completely.
1: Yeah. and I, But I don't think you can bribe... (laughs) that's the one thing about irene you cannot do you cannot bribe her she's not gonna accept your money bro she's exactly. not gonna accept your money to stop my nigga either uh you would be better off killing her at that point because she's not accepting any of your money at all like she's gonna she's so focused on the gold that money is not stopping her like she's gonna go ahead honcho to get what she wants <laughs> for real that shit crazy bro but uh what you got predictions for next episode
0: uh like i just said i feel like franklin and irene are gonna have a sit down talk i feel like they're he's going to try to bribe her in a sense uh i feel like we will get officer Nix next episode i feel like we will finally see officer Nix. irene might meet up with officer Nix and try to get real deal evidence since he's been demoted to the evidence room and mm-hmm lucia we will finally get to see lucia in episode eight i'm praying for that those are my three predictions i miss lucia so much
1: episode eight looks so crazy bro i think this is the episode uh what's name gets shot i think louis is going to get shot this episode and that's going to have the whole damn family in shambles especially with all this shit going on all this chaos and then you have louis getting shot as well also i don't know if this is going to happen but we need to see what the hell was going on in Arkansas. Like, I want to know what's going on in Arkansas. I was exactly. surprised we didn't see what was going on this episode. They didn't have like some type, a couple of clips to see what was going on there. I want to see what's going on in Arkansas, how they're handling everything down there. Cause I know they're smoking that <laughs> shit. They probably ain't even selling it at this point. They smoking <laughs> that shit up. <laughs> so I want to see what they're they doing in Arkansas. But yeah, yeah, that's was my predictions, though. Oh, you got anything else?
0: Uh no, nah, that's it. All
1: right, bro. You can hit them with the social media.
0: You can hit us up on Twitter at QE Podcast one You can hit us up on Instagram at Q-A-N-D-E Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see any time that we drop new episodes. Our email, Q-A-N-D-E Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns.
1: Yes. And whatever platform you're on, if you're on YouTube, if you're listening on a, in the actual podcast version, definitely subscribe. Bro. We appreciate all the support that we've been getting on the Snowfall series. We're also doing other um show reviews and movie reviews as well. We're doing uh Snowfall. We're about to be doing Invincible, the new show on uh, Amazon Prime. And we're also doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And we will continue to do all the Marvel things uh when all those shows end up coming out. So definitely tap into some other shows as well when you're on the channel. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube. Just type in Quincy Hicks into the search bar and press subscribe and subscribe to our Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, or our iHeartRadio. We appreciate you guys for listening and we out. Peace.